0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fortified. Hello. I, hi. I am here with um, what is it? Pastor Nisha, and um, we wanted to just uh, have a quick conversation about fresh start, starting over, starting new, new beginnings, all of that. So um, you want me to set it up? Okay. So, um, Pastor Anisha, she um, got a job offer, and it happened to be out of state. Mm -hmm. So, on the East Coast, and um, we was just... Down South. Down South, my bad, down South. And we was having a conversation, and I said, at my age, being over 40, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would have took the job. You know, I'm kind of comfortable being here and... California I'm a Bay Area native and you know you're up and moving mm-hmm. to a new state mm-hmm. let's talk about it okay right. how did this happen
1: uh so and I I may I should probably my disclaimer this isn't new for me I've, I've moved around um before but um there was an opportunity shared with me that I interviewed for, which turned into two opportunities, and I ended up going with the second opportunity that uh, definitely requires me to be in the state of Kentucky. I'll be flying back and forth um, for a period of time, but I am making the move to Kentucky.
0: All right, do you know anyone in Kentucky or? that wasn't the basis of the job, right? It was just, you was just looking for, for work. Um, I,
1: I know a few, my, one of my closest friends, um, is four hours away though. Another close friend is in Chicago. Another close friend is in Atlanta. Um, one of my closest and dearest BFFs, she's in Houston. So everyone is, Scattered, you know, driving distance within a day, but nobody in Louisville. Um, I worked a project a few years ago in Louisville. And so I, I do have some professional connections already out there that I've um, started to reconnect with, but no personal connections. So.
0: so how did the job come about for Louisville and what made you decide to take it?
1: So, I was I was contemplating um, going back into a corporate environment out here in the Bay Area and didn't want to do it on a full-time um, basis because then it was going to take me away from ministry opportunities and my own projects. Um, but as I was looking into opportunities out here, it just wasn't coming together in terms of what would work best for me to be able to also manage again my ministry and then um other independent projects that i already had on the table so when this opportunity came about it literally fell into my lap i got a phone call one day from a dear friend of mine he's like a brother and he said did you see this position it was just posted i thought of you he didn't even know i was looking he didn't know what i was looking for nothing he said, but well, when I read the, the description, I thought immediately of you and told the person, you need to talk to Anisha. And so that person reached out to me and it went from there. And as I started the process and it um, was communicated to me that I was one of several finalists, um, the organization then came to me and said, would you also consider this other position that we have available? So I ended up being the finalist for both um, positions. And it came down to me, um, for the first position I interviewed for, it came down to me and an internal candidate. And for the second position I interviewed for, they just wanted me. They weren't considering any internals. So. Oh, well,
0: congratulations. That's Thank pretty you. exciting. So talk to me a little bit. I know this isn't your first time, but talk to me about, um, the move and moving, um, because you are leaving um, some people behind. I mean, yeah. your family is your out family here. My family is here. I'm out here. You're here, <laughs> here. my mommy, Your friends is my... out here. Yeah. So you are like, you. You like okay, see, I'll do this, bye, I'm gone.
1: So <laughs> talk to me about how you make that transition <laughs> and make that move. So I think my husband is still sitting on ice His mouth is stuck to ice Because he hasn't said much My kids are super excited Because from their perspective It's another place for them to travel to Um, My mother She's good with it The Closer we get to it, she keeps saying, No, this is great, this is great, you know. And she's getting excited, she's convincing herself (laughs) herself exactly because she's retiring. And and we had some plans and some things that we talked about when she finally retired that we wanted to do together. Um, so I think her initial initial shock was one, my baby is (laughs) gonna be gone because I am her only child. Um, my baby is gonna be gone. My other baby is already gone, who is Kayla, who is um. One of my daughters, she's down at uh, San Diego State. And then my other baby is getting ready to leave, which is my son, Christopher. He'll be leaving, heading off to school um, in August. So um, I think after she got over that and sort of processed that, it started to be a good thing. Because Mm. one of the things we talked about is she's going to start doing much more traveling. She hasn't really traveled since my stepfather passed in 2010. She's Mm. been on two trips. One was an overnight trip and one was a trip that she took to New York actually just this past October. So um, she's in a good place. The kids are in a good place. Like I said, I think my husband, his his lips are, are frozen and sealed. He hasn't said too much other than, well, let's do what we need to do. Um, <clears throat> I, for me, it, it's not different because I've managed people all around the world, not just here in the States. I've had people... Um, in Asia, um, I've had people in Europe, um, I had a couple of folks in Africa that I've managed, so I'm, I'm used to... So your family's used to you traveling. Right, and I knew what me saying, stepping back into corporate, would also mean, that either there was going to be some extensive travel, or I may have to... Not so much even relocate, but I may have to be at a certain place for a certain number of weeks at a time mm. and then come home. So when the relocation came up, it did hit me a little bit. I was okay. kind of like, no, oh no I no, can, I can come out here when mm-hmm. I need to be out here. And then I'll go back home to Cali when I need to, you know, get home. Um, but the more I thought about the position and what the opportunity presents itself to be, Um, It's my sweet spot of what I enjoy doing most with organizational development. And it just makes sense for me to be out there. So make that home base, and then I'm commuting to California as I need to. Mm -hmm. So you
0: kind of mentioned your husband. So how is it leaving you know, leaving your husband. I mean, I know you. I know you, in work you've traveled before, mm-hmm. but that was different. Mm-hmm. You wasn't relocated somewhere, living somewhere else, and you was visiting. Mm-hmm. It's like you're moving, mm-hmm. and um, it's like the family is kind of splitting
1: mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You want to say anything on that? <laughs> So in terms of the, the family splitting, because yeah. you, you were saying my husband. I don't,
0: you know you know, when I think of marriage, when I, when I think of marriage, I think of togetherness. You need to delete that part out. I think of togetherness, and now you guys, you know.
1: <clears throat> so um, we've been married now for 23 years. Um, and we've, as I've, you know, shared on, on another podcast, we've, we've been through a lot. We've weathered, Mm -hmm. you know, some storms and, um, our marriage is at a point now where I think both of us, um, are, are redefining ourselves individually. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's something that all... Marriages go through especially marriages that have endured the amount of time that that we've put in. Um, we dated you know three years prior, but um, actually married twenty three years I think yes, twenty three years. So um, I think both of us are at a stage in our lives individually personally, where we are redefining ourselves. Um, I walked away from corporate in two thousand nine and thought that was it because in two thousand seven <clears throat> my daughter had a breakdown. I had come home from a trip and um from a work trip and I got up the next day to, you know, get ready for work and do what I needed to do to to go in and when I got home that evening my daughter said to me, are you going back to uh, Schwab tomorrow? And I said, well, yeah, I have, to, I have to go to work. And she just broke down. I had never seen her cry the way that she cried. And she went into her room, and 20 minutes later, she was still crying. And that just broke my heart. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. And finally, I went into her room And got on the bed with her and explained, you know, if mommy doesn't go to work, then, you know, mommy and daddy can't provide you with all of these things. And, you know, just kind of helped her look around her room and talked about some things that she wanted to be able to do that summer. Um, and, And that's how I was able to get her out of it. And I had already started to feel this gnawing, like, in my spirit that it was time for me to do something different. So when that occurred with her, I said, okay, Lord, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to leave corporate because I don't, I don't ever want to see, not just this child, any of my children, um, that distraught. And, and it made me feel some kind of way, like, as a mother, as if I, Mm um, had not fully been there for her. And it wasn't about that at all. She, I was a hundred percent present when I was home and did everything I needed to do, um, when I was home, but she was just missing her mom. And so I did not want to run the risk of missing out on her as she continued to get older or my other two kids. Mm -hmm. So in 2007, right around 2008, I made the decision it's time for me to, to get out of corporate. Um, And some things happened with my husband that forced the issue. So 2009, middle of 2009, I walked away from corporate. And so really the last nine, ten years has been independent consulting, taking on projects, um, and doing other things, doing a lot from a ministry um, perspective. And so for, for now, me to say, you know, I think... Now would be a good time if I'm a step back into corporate to do it now. Now I can do it on my terms, and so this position it meets my terms. Mm-hmm. It's not me acquiescing so much to to the corporation as it is me saying this meets my terms. One child is already away at school. Another child is on mm-hmm. his way to school. Our oldest daughter, um, she's not in school, but she's ready to move her life forward as well um and so it's it's good and yeah. i'm saying to my husband now it's time for you to start to focus on you christopher is going to be out of the house kayla's already yeah. out of the house alexis is already out of the house what do you want to do what yeah. what what goals and aspirations do you have i think that's a a,
0: a good thing because i know sometimes with Rather married people or parents, period. It's kind of yeah. you spend a big portion of your life taking care of the kids, and yeah. everything is about them, and you're getting them to their uh sports practices, dance practices, mm-hmm. and taking on the work, and all that stuff. And your life is so consumed with it that when they grow up and they doing their own thing, here you are left with now what, yeah. So that's kind of um you know, a way that you're looking at it at that... You know, you're looking at the big picture Like yeah. The kids is about to go. Now what we're going to do.
1: Yeah. And I knew it was confirmation as well when I told um, my daughter Kayla, the, the same child that had the breakdown years ago, um, that I was up for these opportunities. And she was just super excited. She was like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. You need to do it. And I said, well, there's a possibility that... Um, I'll be out there for several weeks at a time. And then she said, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And then when I came back and said, well, it looks like I may need to actually make that home base and then commute to California. And she's still like, no, do it, do it, do it, do it. And then so she, she said, Christopher and I had already talked about it. Yeah. And then, you know, as she's sharing with me that she and, and my son had already talked about it. And they were like, yeah, mom should do it. It was just confirmation. Um <clears throat> I think we each as individuals evolve and even when we have said I do to someone you you should never lose your individuality in the marriage because if you lose who you are then you what are you bringing to the table what do you have to give to your spouse it's it's meant for yes two to become one but it it takes the two right so um (sighs) I think it's an opportunity for both of us to redefine ourselves and it's turning out to be a great opportunity potentially for our oldest daughter. She's the child that, um, is still trying to find herself. Mm -hmm. And, um, my husband had been talking to her saying, you need a, you need a big significant change because things are not going the way that you thought they were going to go here, which we told her, but of course she had to get out there and find out, um, for herself. And so, um, she will probably be coming as well. She won't be coming right away, but she'll be coming uh, sh- at some point. Be yeah, and I'll get her set up out there, and, and we'll see how, you know, things go. So, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, change is good, you yeah. know. I think sometimes when we think of a fresh start or starting over, um, we don't think that... It's good. It, you know, it's scary, it's hard, it's yeah. you know, but I think and I'm not sure if you had mentioned that, you know, ideally you wasn't trying to um ideally you wasn't trying to leave um California. It was just you were looking for a job out here mm-hmm. and this is the job that kind of presented itself, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. So, um, let's talk to those people who may be feeling like they're kind of stuck in California. Mm -hmm. You know, how, you know, should they look for jobs in other states, or can you give some... Well,
1: the Bay Area market, I will say, um, I'll talk about the the Northern Cal and the Southern Cal, because they're very different markets. The Bay Area market is very finicky. The Bay Area market is kind of like a roller coaster, um... The Bay Area market is, is always tied to sort of what is the social capital in the Bay Area right now, what, what seems to be the focus socially in the Bay Area. Um, companies pull back in the Bay Area very quickly when um, there are certain things that are happening. And HR, organizational development, even more so than HR, is a very small world Um, my career is HR slash organizational development, but my sweet spot is really the, the OD piece. Mm -hmm. Um, and because it's such a small world, um, those opportunities, when they come, they're few and far between, unless they are contract opportunities. Um, Southern Cal market is very, um, what's the word? Relaxed, if you will. The Southern Cal market moves even slower than the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. So one day I was just having a a talk with the Lord and I said, you know, Lord, if if when I start to put myself back out there, the opportunities aren't coming from the Bay, you point me in the direction of where the opportunities are. And I started getting phone calls from executive recruiters in Houston, um, Charlotte area, Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, everywhere but the Bay Area. And I then had a conversation. I was telling my mom, I said, I'm getting hits because I didn't think I was going to get hits as quickly Mm -hmm. because it's been close to 10 years. You know, sometimes you got to tweak your resume a few times before you get it to that, you know, point where it's really communicating everything that you needed to say. And it takes you to go through a few jobs to kind of narrow down what your resume really needs to say. Mm -hmm. But I started getting hits from outside of the state. Right away, and then when I got that phone call, like I said, from my friend who's like a play brother to me, and he said, "I I just happened to see this. Yeah. When I read it, I com- I thought of you. I told him he needs to reach out to you. Blah blah blah. Um, just having a casual conversation one day with my mom, and I said, I'm gonna go and and at least um respond to whoever is showing an interest in me. So if it's here, if it's somewhere else. We'll see where it goes. Still not thinking it was going to happen as quickly as it did. Um, That's what ended up happening. Um, When I got the offer for the position in Louisville, I did get an offer as well for a position in Houston. And Houston was actually number one on my list. And everyone thinks Houston that I've shared this with is number one on my list because one of my besties is Mm -hmm. in Houston. But she's actually trying to do a switch. She's trying to get out here. She's trying to get to Cali because of the the farmer market out here. So um, it has nothing to do with her. Houston just feels like home to me every time I'm in Houston. But I turned that opportunity down because it was just going to be a regular humdrum corporate HR position. It really wasn't tapping into my sweet spot. Um, and I wasn't gonna have the flexibility, so this position again, I did it on my terms, and yeah. that's why it works so That's
0: good. so talk a little bit about you kind of talked about it some, but those who um and we was talking about this too about those who um kind of stuck here in California. Like in California, like when you find a Bay Area native, it's like rare. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got a lot of transplants (laughs) here that that they're here from different areas, countries, states, here working, you know, taking jobs and stuff. Mm -hmm. So someone right now may be listening who maybe God is telling them to make a move or, and they just feel stuck because Mm -hmm. they're scared or they don't want to, or their family and friends is here, Mm -hmm. you know, what can you say, Mm -hmm. um, to encourage them to take that leap?
1: If, if you don't take that leap, it really is sink or swim, literally. Um, and, and even though while we're sitting here and it sounds like it's such a beautiful process that I went through, um I, I went through the same thing. I went through, okay, Lord, my, my plan was okay, your plan and God's plan was right. a little bit different. My plan okay. was that I would still have home base here and yes. I would travel out of state that. to when I need to, but home base so would we'll be, be here. here. What are you saying? Right. So when
0: you went to the interview, you found out, oh, That's not.
1: And I I think I told you because you asked me, um, oh, so you're up for two positions now, and I said, yeah, one is this and one is that, and I think I'm gonna go for this one, blah blah. blah. (laughs) So you know, I had my plan all laid out, but I think when we have our plans laid out like that, we really position ourselves um, to sink. Not to swim, we limit ourselves. We really as do. Well. We, we really put ourselves do. in a box. I can see already because I was there um, last week for my home finding trip and I, I went by myself. Husband and kids didn't come, it was just me. Um, I met so many people that I could see God is positioning to be a resource to me on my independent projects. Okay. Resources that I've been trying to link up with and identify out here. So if I continue to go forward with my way and my plans, I might still be five years later trying to identify those resources out here and continuing to, you know, buck up against the wall frustrated because I can't make certain things happen out here that... Yeah, I should be able to find the resources out here. But for whatever reason, that's not God's plan for my life. That's not his will for my life. That's not his will for the businesses and the visions that he has given me. So I, I prayed through it after I got over the Lord. My, You know, <laughs> I thought I was going to. After I got over it and I all I heard him say, no, you're going to go. You're going to take this and you're going to go. And it's going to be good and you're going to be fine. William will be fine. Your kids will be fine. Your mama will be fine. Family will be fine. You're going to go. So,
0: yeah. And sometimes, like, I have a lot of family here in the Bay that I don't even see. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like... My birthday's coming up. And just to try to get people, okay, you know, give me my flowers now while I'm still here. You know, the only time we see each other is if it's at a funeral. Why can't we make the time then? But Mm -hmm. we're right here. Mm -hmm. So, although you're going to be in a different state, Mm -hmm. you're probably going to see them even more Mm -hmm. than you did when you were out here.
1: Well... And the other thing from from a a business perspective, so I do executive coaching and leadership development. I'm not walking away from that and abandoning that. Um, I pastor Reach Bay Area Community Church. I'm not walking away from that and abandoning that. Um, Where the ministry is concerned, the Holy Spirit has really been pushing me beyond my boundaries and my limits for quite some time. And I have been resisting it. Which is why I say when we resist, it really is sink. There yeah. is no swim. It's it sink. Um, for the executive coaching and leadership development, um, and I'll say this, and hopefully anyone listening will not take this the wrong way to think that you know, I'm not for my people or um, all of a sudden I'm, I'm forgetting where I came from. This is not what this is meant to, to be. But um, we as African Americans don't leverage coaching. Um, particularly mm-hmm. here in the Bay. We don't find it to um, be essential. We don't consider it as a necessary tool and component of us evolving and advancing our careers. That's the moment... the
0: same with seeing therapists or going to counseling exactly. or
1: exactly. any of
0: that. Exactly. Our, our culture really don't. We,
1: mm-hmm. we don't embrace it. Mm-hmm. Um, in certain parts of the country, though, because there, there are other pockets of the country where you're starting to see statistically it is being embraced. Mm-hmm. Um, the moment I sent a note out to just a, a handful of people that I know are in that part of the country, even though they're not in Kentucky, yeah. to just say, hey, this is where I'm going to be based, my phone started ringing like crazy. My email inbox was going off like, finally, you're going to be out here? Okay, okay. I need you to coach me. I need you to do do, do, it. And granted, there is video conference, there's web conferencing, there's ways to do it um, virtually. But a lot of the things that I was trying to do here physically to actually get in front of my audience, um, I have people now saying, you've got to do this here. Give yourself some time. Once you get set up, let me know because I got to bring you here. I got to bring you here. I got to bring you here. And that was just in a matter of a couple of days of me just putting it out there Well, I'm, I'm making this move to Kentucky and then I'll be flying back into California about twice a month, blah, blah, blah. Oh, perfect. Blah, 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 blah. So I'm, I'm swimming, right? Yes. All because I listened to the voice of God.
0: And more opportunities is now starting to open, which you, you know, I know you've been working on some stuff for a while out here mm-hmm. and you keep hitting walls, but now all of a sudden doors and windows is opening up for Mm -hmm. you. So that's got to be pretty exciting that way to see God's plan. You know, like sometimes, you know, like we were saying, we want to do things our way, Mm -hmm. but his plan is different. He has a way of getting his, you know, seeing his plan through. If you just allow him to do that.
1: Yeah. And I think I said to you, his plan is not going to make sense. It is not meant to make sense. Yeah. If if his plan made sense, at least while we're going through the process okay. of of his plan being unveiled, if if it made sense, it would be something that we could have already made happen. Mm-hmm. But that's why he's God, because yeah. he's showing you. I'm gonna put some things together and hook some things up for you. That you never would have imagined. And what I what I like about God too
0: is it's always above and beyond. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I do my events for our youth matter, my nonprofit, people be you doing too much. But I said, that's the kind of God I serve. Right. You know, you come for one thing and then, you know, they're getting blessed with a whole bunch of other right. stuff. And because that's the kind of God I serve. That's what he does for me. It was right. like, Well, I wasn't planning on all that, but God made a way, or he brought right. the finances. Or he brought the person that could do that, or we got the Halloween costumes. I don't know. It it just, we, we got more than we planned. So that's awesome. I'm I'm excited for you, but also sad because I want to get. You know, we go out to eat and we see each other more. I mean, see each other, but I guess I could come down to Louisville. Right, I don't know what's out in and Kentucky, just a plane right away.
1: You know, it takes about with, on the a plane man. about six hours. Yeah, you know, it takes about a half a day, a little bit more than a half a day to get out there. That's just because there are no straight. Through flights from Oakland or San Francisco, so you have to do a layover, but um, yeah, I'm just a plane right away, so that's that's
0: awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time to um, talk with me. But we at least gonna get one prayer, (laughs) we gotta get one prayer up in here. Yeah,
1: well, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for allowing us to come together over this podcast and, and to be able to just have some real and raw conversation about everyday life things that are occurring father there may be somebody out there right now who is contemplating a decision of relocation contemplating a move the move might just be down the street or it could be around the corner or out of the state whatever the the burden is that is on their hearts right now holy spirit we just pray that they would incline their ears to you and listen and that you would lead them into their blessing that you would lead them according to um, the will that you have for their lives. And there might be somebody who is struggling in their career right now. They might be a part of those two thirds that we discussed, where they are just um, fed up, Father, and, and they feel like they're yes. at their wits' end. We pray open doors for them right now we pray that you would send someone someone along their side or they would see something hear something read something that would spark a motivation in them lord to know that maybe it is time for them to move on and to do something new and do something different and to not What's on the other side of different? To go for it and just make it happen. And and Father, as we've been having this conversation around trust and leadership and just letting our faith evolve in you, there may be somebody right now, Lord, who has been blessed by this conversation who's been in the dark on this for quite some time, maybe they felt you nudging and pulling at them and didn't really understand, Father, um, how to receive it. We pray open doors for them right now in the name of Jesus as well. We pray that you would send mentors to um, help guide them through, Lord, um, the next phase of their ministry, their walk, their evolution of faith in you father god link us together and continue to yoke us up that's all this podcast is lord for women that you have brought together and you have yoked us together um so that we can um sharpen each other's iron as the saying is iron sharpens iron and for this god we just give you praise we thank you lord even for justin for our producer we thank you for all that he does, Father, we ask, Lord, that you would replenish him now in the name of Jesus. Give him, Lord, every every desire of his heart, Lord. Meet every need that he has in Jesus' name. And the listeners right now, Father, meet every desire of their heart and meet every need that they have. Lord, we know that you shall supply all of our need according to your riches and glory. And we thank you, Father. We thank you that you can see more, hear more, will always know way more than we could ever fathom. Let us go in grace and knowledge as we depart from this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.